Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker and this is my podcast. Welcome. Thank you for being here with me. Several things to talk about today. Shopping is something I love to do. And as much as I love to do it, my partner, Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, does it. However, right now he is looking for clothes and it's it, he wants to add some things to his wardrobe. He he does pretty well in certain uh, types of shopping, but when it comes to buying clothes for himself, he gets a little impatient, uh, does not have the patience that I do to take the time. He wants to be able to go in, go straight to an item and 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 get it and and you can't really do that when you're kind of broadly shopping for me i go in and i check everything on every rack because that's how i find the goodies it's how i find special things that are out of the norm and i'll tell you clothes right now are not necessarily the best the colors are drab and the thing that's frustrating where we live all the stores today we were at macy's and bloomingdale so and he found nothing and and in his defense usually i'm like because you're impatient it really wasn't his fault today they really didn't have anything that was appealing whatsoever the colors are drab because it's fall and all the stores have to be global and here in Florida, where it stays hot year-round, or very, very warm anyway, everything stays green. It's it's South Florida. We're hanging way down here in really not that the Caribbean. We could almost see it. We could almost see the Bahamas from here. We need summer clothes. We need lightweight clothing, not necessarily short sleeves or sleeveless, but we need lightweight fabrics, and we're not finding that right now. So... It's it's a it is really a challenge. But what makes it even worse right now is I do laundry every single day, at least one load, usually more. But I did something really really dumb a few days ago. I washed whites and a and then something orange got in there as well. And it's a, a mistake that you don't want to happen because his best pair of white shorts came out bright pink as did a pair of my white jeans. For me, it wasn't a big deal because I have stacks of white jeans. I have stacks of blue jeans. I have stacks of black because I am a shopper. For Gary, it was it's a little bit different because when he finds a brand that he really likes, it seems like can never find that same exact thing again. So it's very frustrating. I have used bleach. I can't tell you those, that those shorts have been through the ringer. The jeans are not quite as pink as they were. I'm sure people think I wear the same stuff over and over and over because I have the same colors in several things. But his shorts, they're just never going to be the same again. So uh, that's a mistake you do not want to make, but I did. Let's talk a little bit about some food things that you can make. I love to entertain it's fun, or it can be. It can be. It's not always fun. Entertaining is work when done properly, or the way I like to do it. I'll say that properly is subjective. But one thing uh, I wanted to, I ran across an article about uh, an hors d'oeuvre that sounded elegant but delicious as well. They're salmon cornets. Now, 
cornet is a horn. Cornet is, uh, it, it's a musical instrument. But in the form of a, of a cookie uh, that you use a, a, a cornet pan to make a horn-shaped cookie called, and the French call it, you can buy the French cookies called tuilet, tuilet. They're just those round, very simple, almost, um, they're very thin. Sometimes they're served with ice cream. They'll be stuck on the side, but it's a tube. And in, in the French, really, it's almost like tile, like roof tile. The curviness of the tuilet cookie. But you take the, the tuilet and you stuff it with very, very thinly sliced salmon. It's not like a piece of salmon you stick in there. It's like very thinly sliced salmon. And you top it with creme fraiche is the standard, but you could put anything on top of it that you would like. And I thought, oh, it sounds so good and so delicious. But the pan that you, these pans that you make, there are different kinds. They're expensive and it's just another kitchen gadget that, and I've thrown away some kitchen gadgets just this week because we love to buy them. But you can also use a, a, a cookie sheet and make the, the, the cookie recipe, the tuile cookie, and just flatten it out like a, and then serve the salmon and topping creme fraiche, which I love um, that way. And I thought that sounded really, really good. Recently, we had caviar on these little round very soft, very flavorful uh, crepes. They were very, very small. About the, I think I talked about it already. Uh, about the size, of, uh, bigger than a quarter, but not by much. Perfect for just hand food. Just pop it in your mouth and pair it with wine or, or sparkling wine, whatever. Speaking of wine, you know how you can buy wine and have it personalized. You can have dates put on it. They will engrave names, happy birthday name, happy anniversary with dates, whatever. And it's very, very expensive. Or it can be. It can be $50 and up uh, to get one bottle personalized. And and that's and up. I mean, that's 50 is the bare bones, like a few digits on a wine bottle. But guess what? Oriental Trading Company has a very inexpensive way to have some fun with holidays coming up. You can buy wine labels from them, very cute wine labels, that will fit on many wine bottles. And you could uh, mix and match little mini bottles of wine, or I guess any kind of drink, it didn't have to be alcoholic, that the labels would fit on. Take the old label off and put the new label on and tie it up in a little bag or something. And how cute is that for a very inexpensive gift? Because the little wines are, are, if that's the route you go, very inexpensive. So I liked that idea of, now I'm going to tell you though, if, if Gary tries to pull some, like, you know, trying to fake me out about my favorite champagnes with some kind of fake label on it, <laughs> I'm going to know it because he knows my favorite, my favorite champagnes and so do I. So he's on notice. But while we're talking about food, let's talk a, a little bit more about actual, and then I want to get to another gadget um, thing that a, a 
French, some French chefs were having a conversation. There were several of them, so I'm not going to name any of them, but about the need to have in your, a staple that you needed to have in your fridge is brown butter. I love butter. I love French sauces because they use a lot of real butter. If you're baking and you don't use real butter in a recipe, it's never as good. Never. Never will be. So brown butter, I thought, mm, you know, I'm, I think I'll try that. I think I'll try to make it because they said it's really easy to do. You put real butter in a pan and you virtually are just melting it to the point of almost burned, but not quite. So there's this fine line that you get to with melting the butter where it turns brown, but it's not burned. And then you put it in an ice bath real quick to stop the cooking. You know what? I decided I don't need brown butter because they said you can make a big batch and it'll keep for a whole week. Well, how much brown butter or butter, period, are you going to use in a week? You can put it on fish and even put it in sweet recipes like cookies, things like that. So here's my question. Can you buy brown butter? That's a question mark. I don't know. I have to look into that to see. But one more thing about kitchen gadgets. Most chefs do not really think you need a bunch of kitchen gadgets. Most chefs don't even use pot holders. They use kitchen towels to get things out of them. I've tried that to look really, you know, sassy. I burn my fingers every single time. So I have big, heavy Cuisinart pads that I stick my hands into. But one kitchen gadget that they were praising said you really did need, and I'm iffy on it, but it's a it's a pitter, you know, like you where you would pit cherries. And they said, you know, you really need one of these. And I was skeptical until I got to the point where it said it's great for pitting olives. Now I had a conversation with someone back in May about eating pitted olives that the only true, delicious, wonderful olives are pitted. Now, I'm not disputing that. I'm not. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to sit, have a cocktail, and gnaw on a, an olive that has a huge pit in it. I'm just not going to do that. I buy olives. I'm the only one in the family that likes olives. But I buy them already sliced so you can easily eat them with cheese and cocktails and, and, and other hors d'oeuvres. I'm not going to gnaw. On a, on a big, all-fat, pitted olive. I don't care how delicious the olive is. If you've ever been to Italy and seen the 500-year-old olive trees they have, you have a new respect for the olive. But I always have loved them. I love the saltiness of them. Uh, and there is a difference, even in the pitted ones, even though they're not as good, according to some. Um, there is a difference even in those. Just um, And I'm talking about regular green olives, not a Kalamata or any other fancy stuffed olive. Um, so I may have to get one and just see about pitting some olives, see how that works out. Somehow I think I will not be very good at it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really too sure. But I thought that was a kitchen gadget, perhaps, that I needed, perhaps I would get. Um, speaking of clothes, before I, I, I end the uh, podcast today, Meghan Markle, when she and Harry were in New York, Fashion Week has been going on, and so fashions are everywhere. But Meghan wore, her pants were of the wide leg sort. I worn those back in the day. They're heavy and they're overpowering and they overtake 
the the ensemble. Now, I'm not saying that I won't wear them because they are back in vogue. They're coming back. Padded shoulders, they're back. Big padded, well, not, not as big as they were in the past, but they're back. Padded shoulders are back. But the, the pants that have the, you know, that literally you can't see a leg in it. <laughs> you just, it drops the waist, fits you, and then it's just fabric. I don't know. She looked great. I think she has a wonderful sense of fashion, and she pulled it off with amazing heels. Her ensembles were fantastic. Uh, the only thing I kind of wish with Megan, she always has these little tendrils hanging down. I wish she would let sometimes her hair flow a little bit more. didn't have to be down because I think she's trying to look professional. Totally understand. But let, let a little bit of softness come around her face because the tendrils are how she looks in almost every photo. So it would be nice for her to switch that up, but who am I, you know? She's a, a, a fashion icon already. So uh, the, the pants, mm, I'm sure everyone will be wearing them this fall, and, but I'm not sure about, about my maybe modified wide legs. What do you guys think? I don't know. Let me hear from you on that and the brown butter situation. I need to know these things. I hope you have found my fiction audio read called Cora. It's the story of Cora. Some of it can get very dark. Some of it you may cringe, you may not like. But it is fiction and it is called Cora, C-O-R-A. You will find it on our website and other platforms as well. It's 10 chapters. It's a very quick listen if you are just bored in a car just hanging out, whatever. Uh, I hope you'll give it a listen and then let me hear from you what you think about it. I, I like it very much. Also, I have nonfiction as well, audio, um, that My Father's Tales is what that is called. It is about my life with my father. And it's a one and done kind of thing. I, I finished it. Nothing will be added to that, at least I don't plan to. It is also out there everywhere. NorthPalmBeachLife.com is our website. We have YouTube channel by the same name. The podcast, GG in the 561, is not in its own channel. It is part of NorthPalmBeachLife.com. However, the podcast itself is on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many other platforms. So we're out there and we're listened to all over the world, if you're just curious. We don't pay a lot of attention to uh, looking at the map as to where these podcasts are being listened to, but we do. And so we know from all over the world we're listened to and we appreciate that. And we know you're out there and that is important to us. So let us hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking. If there's something you would like us to talk about, we will. Gary, G-E-R-R-Y. It's pronounced Gary, but spelled Jerry, don't ask me why his mother couldn't explain it either. We do thank you for being here at GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker, and this is my podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs>